KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. Good morning. I'm Annika Goldberg. It's Friday, February 18th. Efforts against illegal pot dispensaries in the East County. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Governor Gavin Newsom released what's being called the California Smarter Plan yesterday. It's his administration's roadmap to move the state into an endemic approach to COVID-19. With it, California became the first state in the nation to make such a transition. Governor Newsom says it's recognition that the virus isn't going away. We are smarter two years later. Uh, We are more adaptable. We are more capable to understand Uh, the nature of this disease, the mutations, its variants, uh, and we recognize with humility that we don't know what we don't know as it relates to the future. Newsom says the state may bring back masking, but Californians no longer have to be worried about the state's most severe restrictions like business or school closures. San Diego County public health officials reported more than 1,300 new COVID-19 cases on Thursday and 11 additional deaths. The positivity test rate over the past week is 10% as of Tuesday. That's down from 12% last Friday. Hospitalizations in the county also continue to decline, down six more people to a total of 682. The number of yearly high-risk fire days in Southern California could double by the year 2100 thanks to a steady temperature increase brought on by climate change. That's according to a UCLA study released on Thursday. The study found that in terms of actual acreage burned in the state each year, there's been a sharp increase, mostly due to the large fires in Northern California. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. Local law enforcement say they've shut down nearly all of the illegal cannabis dispensaries in the East County. KPBS reporter Kitty Alvarado has more. County Supervisor Joel Anderson said that illegal marijuana dispensaries were rampant in his district, operating in neighborhoods next to schools and even advertising. He says they were crime-ridden operations. And we had murders. We had gang members from L.A. coming down here to prey on us. And we're putting a stop to it. He says after working with his fellow supervisors, the district attorney and the sheriff's department to expand their marijuana enforcement team and have tougher punishments, the dispensaries have nearly disappeared in the unincorporated area of East County. 
DA Summer Steffen says her office has prosecuted 70 people involved in these operations, and charges include robbery, extortion, and murder. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. San Diegans are now paying the highest prices they've ever paid for gasoline. KPBS reporter John Carroll found out some of the reasons behind the ever-rising prices. It sucks. <laughs> it definitely sucks. Horrible, horrible. I hate it, hate it, hate it. A sampling of some of the reactions we got from people filling their tanks on Thursday. The average price for a gallon of gas in San Diego now stands at four seventy-four a gallon. Contrast that to a nationwide average of three fifty-one a gallon. We asked the auto club's Doug Shoup what's behind the painful prices. The aggression between Russia and Ukraine, which is putting upward pressure on the crude oil prices. We're seeing an increase in demand for fuel. And then also the more expensive summer blend fuel. And as difficult and unpleasant as it may be to believe, Shoup says if Russia does go ahead and invade Ukraine, we could see prices climb significantly higher by another 50 to 75 cents a gallon. John Carroll, KPBS News. San Diego Congressman Juan Vargas joined a growing list of Democratic representatives who are criticizing the Biden administration for its treatment of asylum seekers at the border. KPBS border reporter Gustavo Solis has more. The Biden administration continues to implement two of President Donald Trump's most controversial asylum policies, Remain in Mexico and Title 42. Vargas represents San Diego's border region and is one of 29 Democrats who signed a letter asking the Biden administration to stop the Remain in Mexico program. It forces asylum seekers to live in Mexico while their cases are adjudicated. Biden initially terminated the program, but brought it back after a federal judge ruled that Biden's action violated proper administrative procedure. That, that's a horrible program. We never should have done it. We should have challenged the court. We should have told the court no, taken it all the way up. More recently, Vargas was one of 33 Democrats who signed a letter demanding the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to end Title 42, a public health order that allows Border Patrol agents to turn away asylum seekers without due process. The order was first implemented during the start of the pandemic and has remained in place despite criticisms from medical associations like Doctors Without Borders. Let's get back to normal as we should. Let's not use these things that, uh, that I think have been very damaging. Vargas was the only member of San Diego's congressional delegation to sign both letters. Gustavo Solis, KPBS News. Coming up, it's cookie season and the Girl Scouts have gone virtual. We'll have more on that next, just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, 
we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. It's that time of year where Girl Scouts, armed with decadent treats, try to sell as many boxes as they can to meet their cookie quotas. And those cookies are big business. This time of year, sales of Girl Scout cookies top Oreos and Chips Ahoy. And Girl Scouts aren't just going door-to-door anymore. They've expanded into online sales. Scouts can now send you a link to order your cookies, and the boxes arrive at your doorstep. No Girl Scout visit required. Anna Tintakalis is a former education reporter for the California Report and a former Girl Scout herself. She says she's open-minded but skeptical about virtual cookie sales now that her nine-year-old daughter is following in her footsteps. My daughter Gianna is perfect Girl Scouts material. She's bright-eyed and has that can-do scouting spirit. She joined just a few months ago, and so a few nights a week, she practices her cookie sales pitch with script in hand. Hi, it's Girl Scouts cookie time. This year, we have a great new cookie. It's called the Ventureful. It's caramel flavored with a hint of sea salt. Would you like to buy a few boxes? When I was a scout in my hometown of Palmdale, I remember long hours spent knocking on doors and standing outside grocery stores. My goal at the time was to earn a coveted cookie patch for my sash. But looking back, I now realize that I was really building a sense of community, which is why I feel conflicted about digital cookie sales. For generations, Girl Scouts have been canvassing their neighborhoods. It all started in 1917, when a troop in Muskogee, Oklahoma, whipped up batches of homemade sugar cookies. By the 1960s, door-to-door cookie sales were ingrained in American culture. What's cooking? Democracy self-reliance, and good citizenship. God, so long ago. <laughs> yeah, that would, have been, that would have been the 60s and 70s. That's my next-door neighbor, Laura Harvey. She's a retired teacher. We live in a suburban neighborhood in Sacramento. And like most of the ladies on my block, Laura spent her childhood as a scout. We would go door-to-door through our neighborhood, and we always went with a partner, um, it was just it was just very sweet going around with a wagon and, and delivering all the cookies and they would all be, be so excited to get them. Laura says she was a shy and gawky kid, but door to door sales helped her feel more comfortable and confident talking to people, especially adults. You know, you're wearing your uniform and that was so special. And so you're presenting yourself as a Girl Scout and people respond very positively to that. The Girl Scouts believe the cookie program teaches leadership, goal setting, and money management. But others think it feeds into America's competitive corporate culture. With online cookie sales, my concern is whether we're depriving Scouts of opportunities to hone their public speaking skills, build self-confidence, and learn about their community. So I called up my local Girl Scouts office and got connected with Suzanne Olson. She's with Girl Scouts of Central California, and she says that's just not the case. She says Scouts can still choose to sell door-to-door if they want. 
they're still getting the skills that are traditional and part of what Girl Scouting has always been about. Olson says the move to digital sales came about five years ago as more families wanted tech-savvy ways to sell cookies. Now, because of the pandemic, online cookie sales are skyrocketing. Olson tells me in today's world, a girl's online community is just as important as her physical community. This is really the direction that our world is going in, um, in the digital world. And so really what it provides is sort of this hybrid model for those who choose to engage in the digital side. Scouts also learn how to organize virtual cookie booths and post their own videos on social media. Olson says those skills are essential for today's entrepreneurs. So does that mean door-to-door cookie sales will soon come to an end? Well, not if this mom can help it. Yes, I'm slowly introducing my daughter to the virtual cookie world. But for now, we're hitting the pavement and knocking on doors, albeit with masks, hand sanitizer, and six feet of distance. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful weekend. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu.